0: This is The Adam Ritz Show, a public affairs talk show touching on community, health, foundations, and more. The Adam Ritz Show is underwritten by Vibonomics, an audio out of home advertising marketplace and audio experience company. Info at vibonomics.com. And now, from the Vibonomics Studios, please welcome your public affairs radio host, Adam Ritz. Welcome to the show. Adam Ritz with you. Jay Baker on the telephone. Jay, how are you?
1: I am doing great.
0: Now, before we begin, I've got a story I want to share. Uh, we've got to talk about what we were just talking about off mic uh, with our listeners based on working from home through COVID. I think uh, I know I related with what you just told me. I think our listeners will, too, about just little you know, little little disasters that happen while you're trying to work from home. I know a lot. I've been in a lot of Zoom meetings where there's been a kid or a pet run through the background and uh, create some havoc uh, on camera for the person trying to do a Zoom. You got to share this story with our listeners about trying to do a voiceover, uh, because you are a voiceover artist as well as a longtime radio man, and you've got to voice this commercial in your home studio. And what'd you have to deal with working from home?
1: Well, this is going to sound funny, but it took me a couple of hours longer because the guy across the street is getting his carpets cleaned. And it's one of those old-fashioned truck jobs where they've got the motor out in the truck to provide the suction to clean the carpet. But the thing was so loud, there wasn't any, I mean, I went everywhere in the house and it just sounded like it was parked in our driveway, so pretty funny stuff, those,
0: actually. I, those are loud. I mean, I have done some voiceovers myself where I've had to wait 45 minutes for my neighbor to stop mowing his lawn because yes. you can you can hear, you know, I don't have the greatest windows in my, admittedly, I need new windows. And maybe, <laughs> maybe we should get a window sponsor so we can get new windows so that we can actually do our jobs at home. Um, Yeah, it
1: was interesting. And there are a number of things that you just don't realize. Everyday sounds that just happen in the neighborhood that are suddenly compounded because, as you said, you're working from home and everything kind of comes down to these would be sounds that if they were in an office park that someone would say, oh, absolutely not. You can't do this but it's a neighborhood yeah. of course you can you got to get your carpets clean you
0: unbelievable know? now did you were you lucky enough to have the uh, the commercial spot you were voicing was it for a carpet cleaning company maybe that could have just been some <laughs> organic sound effects in the background
1: it was for a truck driving company uh, uh, organization so yeah unfortunately that sound would have made it sound like your truck was going off the road
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man well we've all had to deal with uh working from home uh i'm actually in the office today i'm in the studio so uh happy to be here the working from home restrictions uh, are lifting i know uh, here at the station uh after the fourth of july we're gonna start opening things back up uh for anybody that wants to come in Uh, including you. So maybe after the 4th of July holiday we'll do a face-to-face radio broadcast. Who knows? Uh, I wanted to start with a story here um, out of Virginia. A very cool story with a librarian who uses drones to deliver books to kids that have been stuck at home due to the coronavirus. Uh, I don't know if you saw the story. They featured it on CBS News. A lot of other national news outlets uh, feature this uh, young lady, Kelly Passick. Kelly Passick. She's a school librarian in Virginia at Montgomery County Public Schools. And she came up with a creative way to ensure that the kids in her school system uh, still get the books they want to keep them occupied. She delivers them through a, by, by drone. That's and impressive. she got the idea. She uses a, a service called Wing. Now, have you heard of this, Wing, or seen it? No. It's amazing. I, I remember a few years back, they, they might have even been like parody videos of like uh, Google delivering items or Amazon delivering items right to your doorstep via drone. Uh, well, that's actually happening. There's a company called Wing. They've uh, partnered with uh, Google's parent company, Alphabet. And that's how this woman, Kelly Passett gets a lot of her Goods and delivered to her house through the through the coronavirus pandemic. She's wow, been ordering stuff so
1: interesting.
0: through Wing, and I mean, it is like it looks like NASA. I mean, it's not the kind of drone you you could get at a box store. This is like high tech drone delivery. Well, she contacted uh, the company and figured out a way to use this Wing drone service. To deliver books to the kids in her school system, and they've set it up through uh, an internet website where the kids get online. They pick the books they want. They fill out a form, and a, a few a day later, the books are delivered right to their doorstep. Uh, pretty amazing way to use technology to help further education. Uh, In America, I'm sure there's – and it's one of those situations, too, where because of the pandemic, we're going to start learning new ways to do things. So even if, let's just say we could snap our fingers and the pandemic would be completely over, uh, you're going to have book drone delivery service from here on out. It's just going to happen. I mean, any easy way to get a book in a child's hand is all good for everybody. So if you want to see this story, we'll put a link to it on our website, adamritzshow.com. And hats off to Kelly Pasick with the Montgomery County Public Schools in Virginia for using some ingenuity and technology to make sure kids keep reading. This is The Adam Ritz Show, and we're brought to you in part by Vibonomics. And vibonomics.com. Vibonomics is an in-store music provider and advertising advertising marketplace where they provide audio to retail spaces across America. So you'll get to hear some contemporary songs, plus some voiceover messaging and advertising between the songs. And you can learn more about them at vibonomics.com. Jay Baker, have you ever had a book delivered to you via drone?
1: No, I have not, but. It is interesting that you brought up the drones because you and I worked at a radio station where one of the engineers there has a pilot's license. And the last couple of years, he's been working on getting a commercial drone license because of exactly what you just said. There are more companies that are hiring pilots that know how to operate these commercial drones is that dan and uh, yeah dan no kidding just fascinating yeah i and that's something i didn't even think of that yeah dan's been working on this the last couple years and i asked him of course and i was half kidding i said hey can this thing deliver a pizza and he said absolutely it can obviously you could get books to places. What the hang up is about these commercial drones is in busy metropolitan areas where the demand is higher, the government hasn't worked on a scheme just yet to keep all the drones from running into each other. So that's what they're really trying to do is increase the safety protocols so you don't have drone to drone collisions in your front yard.
0: Yeah, they're going to be you're going to see more drones than blue sky when you look up.
1: Oh, yes.
0: And maybe their wires get crossed or the RF feed gets crossed. Can you imagine if you're a kid ordering a book, how happy you'd be if you accidentally got a pizza?
1: <laughs> or
0: let's say you're you're a middle-aged man getting ready for the game and you order a pizza. How disappointed are you going to be when they deliver you a book? <laughs> you're going to be
1: so disappointed. It's funny you said that because, yeah, I've reached that magic age where it'd be like, hey, where's my pizza? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, uh, today's uh, topic does have some aviation parts of it because read an article just the other day, Adam, that suggested that the new battleground here in America is face mask <clears throat> or no face mask. And one of the things that we're going to do here on the Adam Rich Show is just basically give you the facts because we don't want to be political at all. And you'll be surprised there's less political wrangling in the face mask or no face mask. There's a million other factors. So I think you'll find today's show pretty interesting. No
0: kidding. Okay.
1: Now, you know, we talked early on that the new paradigm in air travel, a number of major airlines were going to require you to wear a face mask even while getting ticketed and getting your bags checked in being in the main concourse, and then, of course, on the flight itself. And, I, uh, I
0: just saw yesterday a young man got thrown off a flight because he would not yes. wear a face mask. I, yes. I, like How hard could that be, If especially I if know. they hand one to you? Here's a dollar. Here, here You owe us a dollar. Here's a face mask. Put it on, right. and you can stay on the plane.
1: No, Absolutely. I'm not wearing it. Well, then that's walk. A, that's exactly what happened. It was funny you said that, and that's the reason why uh, today's topic is so topical american airlines removed a new york city to dallas passenger this week for not wearing his face mask now presumably this man had the face mask on in the concourse during the boarding process and then opted to remove it once he was on the airplane wow and uh so american airlines uh took a very hard stance and all the major air carriers have said They at least suggest a face mask. And I think a face mask is a good idea for air travel because you're in such close proximity to other individuals while you're boarding and then sitting on that airplane.
0: Yeah, absolutely, for sure.
1: So, at any rate, you're absolutely correct. That is what brought this up. Now, the CDC officially recommends that you do wear a face mask. So, this is a large organization that's taken a good look at the coronavirus pandemic and says that you should. Uh, And of interest, in America, we're not used to wearing face masks, which kind of sounds like a duh, but there were a couple of huge pandemics. In 1968, there was a pandemic flu that later got named the Hong Kong flu. So we're not making up that name or using it in a disparaging manner, but during the Hong Kong flu, a number of individuals in asia wore face masks because that was the best way to combat that pandemic there was also a big outbreak do you remember sars
0: oh yeah sars, SARS. yes absolutely in the, about what 2002 3
1: that was a great guess it happened in 2003 so great memory of that and many people in china japan and parts of Southeast Asia, extensively wore face masks during the SARS epidemic of 2003. So societally, we're just not used to doing it. We're kind of here in America thinking, hey, I washed my hands, I did all the other stuff, but I'm just not real keen on wearing that face mask.
0: SARS was, um, the RS of it was uh, respiratory uh, syndrome. What was the SA?
1: You know, I should have looked that up because I looked right at it five minutes ago, and, and I, I, I I have forgotten. But you're absolutely right. It was a form of respiratory syndrome. Was Southeast Asia? it was Asia? very dangerous. You mentioned Could
0: Southeast be. Asia. Was it Southeast Asia respiratory syndrome? Could be. I don't know.
1: I, uh, I don't know either. I'm, I'm I,
0: sure there's a, a medical professional in their car right now screaming at us. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, part of the problem is I'm in that fabulous at home studio that doesn't have the multiple screens like I usually have. The,
0: the carpet cleaning uh, truck across the street has knocked out your Wi Fi and you can't Google it.
1: I like the fact that uh, when you and I usually do the show in the Vibonomics studio, we're geniuses because of our ready access to Google. All of a sudden, we're we're like college professors. You know, I've just
0: just been handed a note by our lead researcher. It was severe acute respiratory Uh, syndrome.
1: Yes, and it was something that you had to take very seriously. And uh, obviously, with this pandemic, you have to. I chose this topic because this article I read the other day was just fascinating. It was uh, from the viewpoint of a nurse who was doing some shopping at one of her local pharmacies and she was wearing her face mask and walking up and down the aisle. She was approached by a customer and the customer didn't get too close to her or anything, but he basically looked at her and said, I think this epidemic has completely been made up. I don't think you should wear a mask. And he walked away. And this woman was a healthcare professional and obviously in her capacity had seen cases where this pandemic has touched lives personally. So she just found that very interesting and that's what the article was, was the division between the haves and the have nots on this mask issue.
0: Now, do you? let me ask you about your personal use of a mask. Sure. Uh, we actually had lunch uh, this week uh, call it a pre-production meeting, but it was the first time I've seen your face since March 13th, and you did have a mask on when you entered the restaurant. So are you uh, wearing a mask every single place you go?
1: When I go out in public, I wear a mask.
0: I am uh, nine out of ten, and, and usually, and in the, in the one time out of ten I don't wear a mask is when I Uh, last minute run into um, Dunkin' Donuts because I just remembered I'm out of coffee and I need to buy some coffee for the morning. Uh, But usually, when when I'm planning on going to a, a shopping experience, box store, um, CVS, Walgreens, anywhere where I know there's going to be other people, I have a low, I have a, a huge bag of masks in my car, and I'm absolutely wearing a mask everywhere I go. And then I spray down with sanitizer when I get back in the car. And you know, I said one out of ten times I don't have a mask on. I'd say it's one out of fifty. I mean, just okay. Uh, it's and it was just uh, you know, an act. Like I walk into the store, and as soon as I get in, I'm like, oh no, I didn't wear my mask. So, I, I realize yes. that I'm, as soon as I see the first person with their mask on, because it's still just not t- I haven't been out enough to 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 get into that psyche, I guess, to know I have to have a mask on everywhere I go, because I've just been hunkering down at home since March 13th. Um, so, just one or a couple of times have I gone to a store without a mask. And I'll tell you, just from my own um, psychology, uh, my own mindset, it kind of freaked me out. I was Playing mind games with myself. Like, oh my gosh, I don't have a mask on. Don't breathe. (laughs) And I'm holding my breath walking through AutoZone.
1: (laughs) Sure. Well, Um, as you said, we're out of practice on many of these uh, occasions because we just haven't been out and about much since March. And your point is very well taken on this.
0: I will say Um, uh, you can, you can, not to advertise for Amazon, but I did purchase. of giant bag of masks for roughly $50. So I got, you know, they were less than a dollar right. per mask. And I've seen these individual masks on sale at a, at a box store uh, up front by the cash register. They're selling them for a dollar a mask as well. So if you can uh, budget it and buy in bulk and get 50 or 100 masks at once just to keep in your car wherever you go, you'll always have one.
1: Well, I tell you what, you are the Nostradamus of us doing this show because that is my actual next note is that, and we're not promoting Amazon or promoting Kohl's per se, but those two entities both have a good resupply of masks. And as you said, you can buy in bulk. In fact, Amazon will allow you to buy up to a thousand masks at a time. Which could be quite a supply, don't you agree? That would that would
0: <laughs> that would last <laughs> me a long time. I've been making it out to about one store a week, and I plan ahead. You know, I'm going to go. I'm not going to run into the grocery store just to get deodorant. Uh, I may, I, I'm keeping a list now. A shop I never used to do that before because I just go once a week, buy everything I need, and I'm done with it. So yeah, a thousand masks I, that would hold me over uh, for a couple of lifetimes. I think.
1: I think you'd be all set. But uh if you do require a thousand masks, they are available and that is good news. In fact, uh the city that we live in uh actually were offering free masks to uh individuals. You had to go to their government site, you know, their dot gov site to actually order the masks, but they were providing them free to citizens. So great idea. Uh yeah, so the masks are readily available. Um uh, In doing my research, of course, you can get a mask with your favorite sports team on it. Why not? And the Disney store famously has Disney face masks.
0: Now, are they just logos of princesses or are they the actual face of the princess? So you get to have Cinderella's mouth.
1: The phrase that I heard from the Disney store was that you could get your favorite Disney iconic characters on the face mask. So, you know, and Disney's always very good at merchandising, so you might be able to get your favorite Disney character. And now the world of Disney, of course, incorporates much of the Star Wars universe. So, who knows? Maybe oh, you can get sure. a. Sure. A Bobo Fett.
0: Get uh, Kylo Ren. That's going to be a very popular (laughs) mask. Uh, I don't think Goofy is going to do quite as well because who wants two teeth?
1: No. No. (laughs) No. Goofy is a little too much for a mask. Also, uh, this is an interesting note. Under Armour actually created a mask specifically for athletes. They made up a huge batch of them, offered them nationally, and they sold out within an hour.
0: No kidding.
1: So that does show you that uh, athletes are taking this very seriously. And, you know, this is a time period where a number of sports teams are trying to develop plans to get back to playing. As you know, the NBA is talking about putting a bunch of their players in Orlando, Florida, Mm -hmm. having them sort of quarantine together. And then they play the NBA season out while they're calling it under the bubble in Orlando. And Major League Baseball is famously trying to get their seasons started back up. So there are a lot of athletes that are out there training, that are getting ready. And yeah, Under Armour makes them a face mask. It sells out immediately. Now, you'll appreciate this. Uh, In Texas, they are having the greatest difficulty in determining whether people should wear face masks or not. Part of it is the spirit of Texas. You know, everything's bigger in Texas. They're very big on citizens saying, hey, uh, I have a very strong sense of self, so I'm going to do what I'm going to do as long as it doesn't bother others. But it was at Texas A&M University that a pivotal study came up with this phrase, Adam, and this is interesting. Not wearing a mask dramatically increases your chance of contracting coronavirus.
0: That is a medical fact now, huh?
1: Yes, that is considered now the go-to study, and part of this is because they feel that the greatest transmission of coronavirus amongst individuals is through the moisture in your mouth and lungs.
0: Just little uh, minuscule um yes. molecules of spittle that are that are flying around I mean I just probably had uh 15 million pieces of spittle come off my lips when I said the word spittle
1: Absolutely it's it's literally microscopic as you said and you remember the great thing when we were in 8th grade there'd always be that kid that would be so excited you'd say say it don't spray it That's right That's you know, right but- <laughs> But excited speech or loud speech can transmit even more moisture. So that is the big thing. And where you wearing a face mask and individuals around you wearing a face mask specifically cut down on this form of transmission. I think you are going to make a million
0: dollars, Jay, because I think you should market <laughs> face masks that say, say it, don't spray it.
1: Say it, don't spray it. Right on it. the front. <laughs> right on the front. I'm, I'm going to, and, and while I'm at it, don't I also uh, service mark three-peat, you know, just in case that I can uh, get that one in as well. Yeah,
0: copyright three-peat on a face mask, just in case there's a professional uh, team that wins three in a row. <laughs>
1: three-peat. Oh. So as you might imagine, doctors are advocating that you do wear face masks. Opponents are basically saying hey, you need to respect our freedom. The example they gave, though, was very interesting. Um, if you you don't, you usually don't mandate to individuals that they have to wear pants. However, if you were at a bus stop and you saw a guy with no pants, <laughs> you would be shocked, saddened, you'd avoid him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you certainly wouldn't sit where he had sat down. So they were saying, it's like the pants rule. It's maybe not necessarily mandated, but we live in a society where we acknowledge that you should try to wear pants if you can.
0: That is a ter- who who said it? that's a terrible analogy because no one's going <laughs> to catch a, 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 co- a communicable disease standing five feet from the guy that's just standing in a pair of boxers.
1: <laughs> hey, on the Adam Rich show, we always recommend that if you can wear pants.
0: You know, I think that should be a rule from now on. I didn't know that wasn't a rule.
1: (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Now that you know it's not a rule, aren't you going to, like, really – the boundary of good taste. No, but.
0: I'm still going to wear my pants. but uh, I you know, feel like I must.
1: What else What else don't I know? <laughs> Wait till it, you find out all the things you don't know.
0: I mean, you're telling me that, that not wearing pants has is, is never been a rule? What else don't I know? <laughs> Didn't Thomas Jefferson
1: say, hey, oh, yeah, I almost forgot. Uh, ben, Ben Franklin, don't forget your pants. Oh, uh, now, the U.S. Surgeon General said that some people may feel that wearing a mask infringes on their freedom, but wearing a mask actually gives you more freedom. It allows you to interact more with the world around you. And I thought that was a great comment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you, I trust me, when I walked into that uh, store without a mask on, I my freedom inside my head was gone. I felt like I had to get out of that store immediately.
1: Yeah. I I know exactly how you feel. Now, we love survey results, and there actually was a survey taken regarding people's feelings about masks or no masks. Uh, Men are less likely to wear a mask because they feel like there's a possibility that men may view that as a weakness if they wear a mask.
0: That makes sense. Absolutely.
1: Higher income individuals are more likely to wear a mask. And they say that uh, it's not necessarily tied in to a money thing per se, but they were saying that if you have, if you are in the lower income strata, you may have other issues about wearing a mask that is not tied into that. So I just thought that was very interesting that uh, for higher income individuals, the mask is not, as big an issue. Well, if, if you, you
0: you know if you can afford uh, to buy a hundred masks for a dollar each, uh, mm-hmm. you know how many how many Americans truly are having trouble coming up with an extra one hundred dollars. I mean, that's a lot of people.
1: Well, absolutely, and of course we're having some economic uh, disadvantage now due to the pandemic, and we're dealing with some other. Uh, issues, both mental health issues as well as financial issues, so point well taken. Believe it or not, there's sort of a geography component to the mask issue. If you ask New York City residents, do you always wear a face mask, 80% of New York City residents say, yes, I do. 79% of citizens of Los Angeles say, yes, I always wear a face mask. However, once you get outside those two main areas, you just take a swath of middle America, let's say, only 60% will say they always wear a face mask.
0: Well, you know, not to pick on New York or L.A., but uh, you you might want to wear a hazmat suit when you're walking through those germ fest (laughs) and well, absolutely dirty. My daughter lives in Chicago. It is dirty. It is a dirty city. Uh, my, I mean, no offense to anybody listening from those top three markets in America, but uh, I mean, let's just use some common sense. The dirtier the place, the more people are going to want to wear face masks.
1: Right. And I'm going to guess your daughter, with being part of the Chicago scene when she's attending school, has probably always thought to herself, hey, you know, I am going to be super careful about uh, picking up something that's on the ground or touching a handrail or, being very cognizant that I'm really pressed in here with a lot of people, so Mm -hmm. I think you're absolutely right. Urban density definitely makes a difference. Yes. Um, In urban areas, of course, more individuals would say they'd wear a face mask. In rural areas, less so. There's parts of the United States where coronavirus will probably never be much of an issue. Um, Let's take the state of Idaho. There's enough sparse population They're probably not going to have large areas of flare ups of the coronavirus.
0: Have you been to Idaho? Less
1: likely. I have been. It is wide open spaces. Now, isn't Montana technically big sky country?
0: Oh, yeah. Glacier National Park. I mean, that'd be a nice place to be uh, stuck during a pandemic. A lot of fresh air. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of fresh air. That is
0: interesting. All right, Jay Baker, I appreciate you coming on the show once again with your fascinating public affairs. Uh, issues and talking points uh, My name is Adam Ritz You can learn more about this show at AdamRitzShow.com My thanks again to our underwriter Vibonomics. And if you'd like to join me on social media At Adam Ritz on Twitter Adam Ritz Show on Facebook and Instagram The Adam Ritz Show is recorded live in studio At the Vibonomics Worldwide Headquarters Learn more about the Vibonomics Audio Out of Home Marketplace At Vibenomics.com For information on this broadcast, including past on-demand episodes, interview submissions, and syndication contacts, visit adamritzshow.com.